بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أما بعد فقال النووي رحمه الله تعالى الحديث السابع الحديث السابع عن أبي رقية تميم بن أوس الداري رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الدين النصيحة قلنا لمن قال لله ولكتابه ولرسوله ولأئمة المسلمين وعمتهم Rawahu Muslim Rawahu Muslim This hadith Which is I believe the seventh hadith In this collection of narrations on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Al-Hadith al-Sabi' The seventh hadith He says An Abi Ruqayya Tamim ibn Aws Ad-Dari Radiyallahu an That the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ad-Din al-Nasiha, the religion is sincere or sincerity or advice. The religion is sincerity or advice. Qulna, we said, Yani the Sahaba, radiyallahu anhum, they said, Liman, for who? Yani, is this sincerity and this advice? قَالَ لِلَّهِ for Allah وَلِكِتَابِهِ his book وَلِرَسُولِهِ and his messenger وَلِأَئِمَّةِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ the imams of the Muslims وَأَمَّتِهِمْ and the general folk and the general folk and this is from the compilation of hadith in Sahih Muslim أَخْرَجُهُ Muslim and Bukhari رَحِمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى he also mentioned this hadith مُعَلَّقًا without a chain of narration possibly due to the fact that it didn't meet his conditions of putting it in his book but it is an authentic hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it's in uh, Sahih Muslim and it's in ta'liqan uh, mentioned by Imam al-Bukhari without, necess- without mentioning the chain of narration to indicate that this hadith is doesn't fulfill his conditions but it's still authentic but it doesn't fulfill his condition but rather it's fulfilled the conditions of uh imam muslim in compiling the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam nevertheless it's still authentic it's sahih ad-din nasiha regarding this hadith we're going to mention a few points bi'inillah an-nuqtatul ula the first point annahu jaa fi riwayatin ukhra and the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal Ad-Din al-Nasiha, Ad-Din al-Nasiha, Ad-Din al-Nasiha Karrarahu thalathan 
and that is that in another narration, another chain, and this is in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed, this is point number one, that another wording of this hadith is in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed, and is in the At-Tabarani uh, uh, fi Kabir, and also mentioned in Shu'ab uh, al-Iman by Al-Bayhaqi. So in this narration, which is in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed and others, this uh, other wording, the Prophet wasallam he said, the religion is sincere is sincerity or advice. The religion is sincerity or advice. The religion is sincerity or advice. He mentioned it three times. In the hadith that now we mentioned uh, in this 40 hadith, the Prophet ﷺ mentioned it once. But in the other narrations, which is authentic, which is in the Muslim of Muhammad or Ghairah, that the Messenger ﷺ, he mentioned it three times, Minbab at-Ta'kid. Minbab at-Ta'kid. And that is for affirming it, reaffirming it. He mentioned it three times to reaffirm, to emphasize its importance. To emphasize its importance now. Point number two, and that is the meaning of a nasiha. The meaning of advice or sincerity in this hadith, a nasiha. And the reason why I'm mentioning sincerity and advice after this second point, we realize why we cannot just say that this hadith is about advice. This nasiha means advice. We cannot say this hadith just means advice. And we cannot say this hadith just means sincerity. It's a combination of the two. And that is because linguistically, uh, the meaning of a nasiha al-khulusu. And that is to purify. Yuqalu shay'un nasih khalisun min al-ghish. And something that is pure and free from any discrepancies or or um, or trickery in some contexts and also we have in the statement of the Arabs Asalun Nasihun Asalun Nasihun and that is that is used as an adjective for uh, honey where you say the honey was pure the honey was pure and also we have Walabanun Nasih the yogurt or the milk was pure يعني خالص من ال من الغش والأخلاط الرديئة يعني pure from any discrepancies the honey was pure يعني free from any discrepancies or anything that will be mixed within the honey to take it away from its pureness this is the original meaning of nasiha that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم he mentions in this hadith now خالص من الغش والأخلاط الرديئة Free from filthy discrepancies or anything that would affect its purity. The third point that we're going to mention regarding this hadith is taken from point number two and the linguistic meaning. In that, therefore, the meaning of a nasiha is the therefore the deen of Islam. This is the meaning or the essence of the deen of Islam. Because it is free and pure from all falsehood. Just like we mentioned the example of nasiha or uh, the honey being pure from any discrepancies that may affect its flavor, taste, purity. Likewise, generally then, regarding this hadith, we understand from it that this deen of Islam, this perfect religion of, of, of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legend in the deen, in the Allahi, al-Islam, the religion that is for Allah, chosen by Allah, accepted by Allah, is Islam. And this religion is pure. So it is khalisun 
min kulli batil. This religion is pure, free from all falsehood. Just like the honey is free from all discrepancies, the deen of al-Islam is free from all discrepancies and falsehood. Wa kullu khida'in wa makr wa ghish wa khiyana. All cheat and, and deception is free from, this deen of Islam is free from it. All deceptions, all types of uh, trickery, all types of impurities, the deen of Islam is free from it. So it is the pure religion, safi, clear upon clarity. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, <coughs> that he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, uh, that I've left uh, with you two things that if you hold firm to these two things you'll never be deviated ever the book of Allah the Quran Kitab Allah the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Layluha kan nahar لا يزيغ عنها ولا يزيغ عنه إلا هالك. And this path of the Deen of Islam, its night is like its day. It's pure, it's clear, it's safi, it's khalis. Its night is like its day. None deviates from it except he is destroyed, because this Deen is khalis. This way, this path is pure. And likewise, Barakallahu <coughs> uh, uh, in this meaning here, is that the individuals who are Muslimun, the people who ascribe to the deen of Islam, they have this ikhlas and they have this sincerity in themselves as an attribute that they have, in that their inner belief is equal to their outer belief. Their inner belief is equal to the outer belief as we will soon uh, clarify further inshallah ta'ala and look at the the fourth uh, point and that is that the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said the sahaba rather they said liman they asked this sincerity and this advice is for who this sincerity is for who and the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said lillahi this is point number 4 that is for allah what does he mean sallallahu alaihi wasallam as meaning, what does he mean by a nasiha for Allah? A nasiha for Allah. And that here, the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, on this point, he began by by mentioning the most important affair, and that is, Allah." That you be sincere for that which is between you and that which is between Allah subhanahu wa taala, which is why he mentioned that as part of the first affair of having nasiha or the nasiha being in the deen and that is your connection and your link between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you're sincere and your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pure and that you worship Allah and ta'budullah haqqa ibadatihi and you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purely for his religion wa tu'minu bihi iman and kamil and you have full certainty and iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you believe in him and in that you establish the tawheed al-rububiyyah you believe in the Tawheed of Lordship. What Tawheed al-Uluhiyya. And you believe in the Tawheed of Servitude. That being the reason that we have create, we've been created. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنْ 
Well, ins not created the mankind and jinn except to worship Allah alone without any partners. I've not created. This is Tawhidah Rububiyyah. Except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. This is Tawheed Al-Uluhiyyah. So we have to have Iman in Tawheedah Rububiyyah. And this is having Nasiha with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And have Iman in Tawheed Al-Uluhiyyah. And that is uh, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone with no partners. And likewise Tawheed Al-Asma'i was Sifat. Part of having nasiha for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sincerity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, doing good by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is by having iman and belief in Allah's names and attributes. Meaning that we believe in that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has affirmed for himself with his names and his attributes in his book, in the Quran, and in the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, without uh, resembling Allah to his creation without negating his names and his attributes without asking how and making uh, false analogies regarding to his names and attributes qala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala laysa kamithlihi shay'un wa huwa as-sami'ul basir allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said that there's none comparable to him and he is all hearing and seeing he said there's none comparable to him but yet he affirmed that he hears and sees, meaning that he hears and sees and that which is befitting to his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we take that principle for all the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is, laysa kamithlihi shay. That there's nothing comparable to him. Walakin nuthbit. That he subhanahu wa ta'ala, we affirm that he subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all hearing and no seeing. He's the alim, the all knowing. He's the qadir, the one, the, the, the one with full ability subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-malik, the owner, subhanahu wa ta'ala, of all dominions, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, so we have this iman and belief in the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, according to how he has affirmed this in his book, the Quran, and in the sunnah of the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And likewise, we have iman in qadr, we have iman in decree, in the decree. This is from having the siha for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is that we have iman in the decree. And that is from his actions, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we believe, like mentioned in the hadith of uh, uh, Umar ibn Khattab, where the Messenger وسلم, was asked by Jibreel and Al Iman, and from that he mentions, and that you have Iman in Qadr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, We have created everything by decree. So we have to have Iman in this decree. And that necessitates having Iman in the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The complete wisdom, the complete hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding those affairs that he has decreed subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, and we do not associate partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is making nasiha to Allah. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa'abudu allaha wa la tushriku bihi shay'a. Worship Allah alone. And do not associate partners with him. All of these affairs and others are, the, are under the banner of having nusiha and sincerity and purifying one's relationship, alaqa, connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, Lillahi. 
and also that which we need to be aware of in this regard in annahu yajibu and takun nasiha dhahirun wa batina it is important in this sincerity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that our inner beliefs are are the same and as our outer actions there is no confliction there is no contradiction between the two so therefore the people who have nasiha for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yudhiruna tawheed they make their tawheed apparent as they make have the tawheed inside and within on their inner belief not like those who yudhiruna tawheed or yudhiruna shirk not like those who show in the apparent tawheed showing apparent that they are fulfilling the affairs of a tawheed but in a, inside they have shirk they disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have this shirk and association of partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the individual yudhirul iman he makes his iman apparent He's, he says he prays with the muslimin he plays with prays with the muslims he says inshallah he has this, he says and he professes that he has belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but he conceals this belief this is not nasiha for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the one that has nasiha for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his inner affairs are in accordance with his outer affairs there are no contradictions lest he be from the munafiqeen because the hypocrites are those who you yudhiruna al-iman wa yubtinuna al-kufr the, the hypocrites as is known are those who make uh, uh, who outwardly and uh, profess and show al-islam but inwardly inwardly they hate islam they hate islam they hate the muslims they want demise of al-islam demise of the muslims which is why the messenger which is why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul inna al-munafiqina fi dark al-asfal min al-nar and that is that he said subhanahu wa ta'ala that very the hypocrites are in the bottom pits of the hellfire they're in the bottom pits of the hellfire and that's because of their hypocrisy of showing apparently uh, allegiance to al-islam but inwardly they have the disbelief but the nasih the person who is sincere to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yastawi zahiruhu batinuhu alladhi yastawi zahiru batinu ma'a allah awalan fa'idha qala la ilaha illallah amila bidhalik the person whose inward iman and belief is in accordance to his outer beliefs with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he says La ilaha illallah, he acts upon La ilaha illallah. When he says La ilaha illallah, he acts upon La ilaha illallah. It's just not lip service. It's just not lip service. Now, let's go on to point number five. Barakallahu feekum. Point number five, khamis. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, after mentioning nasiha to Allah, he said, Wali kitabihi, and to his book, and the book of Allah. وَلِكِتَابِهِ أَيْ الْقُرْآنِ To Allah's book. And that's having sincerity and purity as it relates to the book of Allah. And that is that one believes in the Qur'an. وَتَعْتَقِدْ أَنَّهُ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ And he believes that the Qur'an is the speech of Allah. غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقِ مُنَزَّلِ غَيْرُ مَخْلُوقِ 
is revealed for, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is not created. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks literally and in reality. Anzalahu ala rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He revealed this book to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the person who is a nasih, he recites frequently this book, the Quran. The person who is nasih, that has this sincerity with the Quran, he reflects, yatadabbar al-ayat fil Quran. He reflects regarding the meaning of the Quran and the tafsir of the Quran. ma'ani reflects regarding to his, his meanings and what the ulama of the tafs- of tafsir have said regarding his meaning. Naam, watatlub tafsirahu. And then they seek knowledge regarding his tafsir. Huh? And he acts accordingly to this Quran and to the commandments of the Quran with sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the one who is or has nasiha, has sincere advice or sincerity as it relates to the kitab of Allah, the book of Allah, the Quran. Now, so we put this into points, inshallah, to summarize the meaning of likitabahi and summarize in about five points. And this is what Sheikh Saleh Fawzan has mentioned very in a succinct way. And that is number one regarding the Quran that you ta'tiqid annahu kalamullah. Number one, that you believe that it is the Quran of Allah, it's the speech of Allah, the Quran. This is having sincerity with the Quran. Athanian, number two, and tata'allamahu. The second is that you study the Quran as uh, uh, as the Quran is a kalam of Allah. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said Talib al ilm faridatun ala kulli muslimin. Where he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith that is Hassan that seeking knowledge is obligatory upon every Muslim. And that knowledge is that knowledge which is upon the individual, is that knowledge where he needs in order to, he needs that knowledge to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to the Quran and the Sunnah. So therefore he has to study the Quran. And this is having nush with the Quran. He's been nasih with the Quran when he studies the Quran. He studies the meanings and the tafsir and he goes to the books of tafsir, like the books of tafsir al-tabari, the tafsir of uh, Ibn Kathir, the tafsir of Abdurrahman al-Sa'di, the tafsir of the ulama, the athar of the salaf regarding the ayat, regarding the verses, the ahkamul quran the rulings pertaining to the Qur'an. He studies this. Asbab uh, al-Nuzul, the reasons why verses were revealed. He studies this. Huh? He studies this Quran in order to increase in love of the Quran and leads us to the third point that he recites this Quran frequently. That the one who is nasih and sincere with the Quran, he recites the Quran frequently. He recites the Quran frequently. And the fourth أن تتدبر فلا يكفي أن تقرأه دون معرفة معانيه وتفسيره. And then he reflects upon the Quran that he's reciting. 
He reflects upon the meaning. So she reflects upon the meanings. They reflect, reflect upon the meaning. We reflect upon the meaning of the verses that they recite. It's not sufficient that we just recite a lip service. But we have to know the meaning of the ayat. Huh? And again, that requires us to seek ilm and seek knowledge. And number five, and ya'mal bihi or ta'mal bihi, that he acts according to the Quran. So he acts according to the Quran. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-Qur'anu hujjatun lak aw alayk. Al-Qur'anu hujjatun lak aw alayk. And the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned in authentic hadith, that the Quran is a proof for you or against you. The Quran is a proof for you or against you. It's for you when you act according to the Quran and you don't oppose its the commands and the prohibitions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed from his kalam subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a hujjah against you if you oppose that and you have knowledge of the Quran and you, and you do not act according to that which you know. You do not act according to that which you know. So the nasih, barakallahu feek, is the one, number one, who believes that the Quran is the speech of Allah. Number two, he studies the Quran. Number three, he recites the Quran frequently. Number four, he reflects the meanings of the Quran. Number five, he acts according to that which is in the Quran. This is the nasih. This is the one who is sincere as it relates to the Quran. Nukta to Sadis at the sixth point, point number six. Then the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Wali rasulihi. And then he said, sincerity with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kayfa tansah al-Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. How is there sincerity with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And that is, bi an tashhada annahu rasulullahi shahadat al-haqqi. And that you testify that he is the Messenger of Allah. With a real, true, sincere testification that he is the messenger of Allah, that he is the seal of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as he says, la nabiya baadi. The messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he said, la nabiya baadi, that there isn't uh, a prophet after me, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And Allah subhanahu wa taala said, wa khatimin nabiyin, and the seal of the prophets. So having nasihah with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is testifying with a sincere true testification that he is the Messenger of Allah and he is the final Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the final Messenger. And also the nasihah or the, having this uh, sincerity with the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is by obeying him. وَمَا أَتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, whatever the messenger gives you, take it. And whatever he tells you to do, obey. And whatever he tells you to stay away from, stay away from it. This is given sincerity with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And acting according to his sunnah. And acting according to his sunnah. And not taking, and not, 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 uh, uh, staying away from his sunnah and turning away from his sunnah as 
the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said man raghiba an sunnati falaysa minni and whoever turns away from my sunnah then he is not from him sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he's not giving sincere he's not having sincerity with the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam by him staying away from the sunnah and turning away from the sunnah he hears a hadith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He hears a narration from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wala yusallimu taslima. Wala yusallimu taslima. And he doesn't submit to the ruling of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He has a khira fi nafsih. He feels that there is a choice, other choice that he can make. This isn't a sign of the individual who has given nasiha to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or sincerity with the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so the one who has this sincerity with Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he makes the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam take precedence over himself, his family, his children as the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said in the hadith of Anas radiyallahu an that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam waqal la yu'minu ahadukum حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ وَلَدِهِ أو مِنْ وَالِدِهِ مِنْ وَالِدِهِ وَوَلَدِهِ وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ He said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in a hadith which is in Bukhari Muslim, that none of you truly believe, none of you truly believe, until I become more beloved to you, then your parents, your children, and all of mankind. And from the affairs that necessitates this is that we put the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam ahead of all of the statements of mankind. Ahead of all of the opinions of mankind. Nusallimu taslima. We submit fully. To that, that amr الذي قضاه رسول الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم that affair that he has judged regarding صلى الله عليه وسلم فإن تنازعتم فردوه إلى الله والرسول where Allah سبحانه وتعالى he said and if you have any differences between you disputes then take it back to Allah. And this is nasiha to Allah, by the way. Now, وَالرَّسُولُ And to the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is nasiha to Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is sincerity with the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you truly believe in Allah and the last day, if you truly have iman, then you will submit to the rulings of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And let's mention a point number seven here. Point number seven, again, regarding this, and the siha li rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yani rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that is ijtinaab al-kathib alayhi, and that is staying away from lying on the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. فَلَا تَنْسُبِ لَيْهِ شَيْءًا لَمْ يَرِدْ عَنْهُ Do not ascribe to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam something that is he did not say. Do not ascribe to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anything that he did not do. Do not ascribe to the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anything he did not acknowledge. 
do not ascribe to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam except that which is authentically attributed to him Sanadan wa matana Regarding the text and the isnad and the chain of narrations yani authentically ascribed to him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This is part of Nasiha for Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Qala Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Inna kathiba uh, Inna kathiba alayya when the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said in a hadith in Bukhari Muslim he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that lying saying a lie upon him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is not like saying a lie upon other than him so the one who lies upon the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam let him prepare his seat in a hellfire. Major sin. That individual lies on Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So therefore the person does not attribute to the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam a hadith except that is sahih or hasan. Except that is sahih or sahih lidatihi it is authentic in its own right sahih lighayrihi is authentic uh, due to uh, com- uh, combining various other narrations or is Hassan or it's sound in its essence Hassan Lidhatihi or is Hassan Lidhatihi or it is Hassan which is sound due to many narrations coming together with the same meaning and text from different chains we do not ascribe to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam any narration or any statement, action, acknowledgement and so forth, except that it is authentically ascribed. The Senad, the Isnad is authentic and the Metan and the text is authentically ascribed to him. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sheikh Saleh he says, ta'ala, that that which is not fully affirmed and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then you do not ascribe it to him. Which is why you find that sometimes the ulama in those narrations which maybe there are differences or or wara of cautiousness, they say Ruya and Rasulullah it has been narrated upon the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ruya. It has been narrated. They don't say he said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Some of the ulama use this Mbabal Adab cautiousness and good manners with the messenger some of them use that or in those narrations where there are some types of discrepancies and the person is not sure he says in the passive tense in the passive tense it has been uh, it has been said or narrated that the messenger said this not saying that he said it now point number 8 and that is that having the siha with the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam نُقْلِتُ Ya Akhi, Wa أَخَوَاتِ That point number eight, that which is not intended here regarding the sunnah and the hadith and the ahadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is not that we just memorize it. Memorizing the hadith of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is matloob. It is, recre- it is, it is, it is, it is uh, advised. And it's something that we should do. But that's not the only thing that is intended here. Brother, it's not Mujarrad al-Hibs al-Ahadith, walakin fahm al-ma'aniha kathalik. And that is that we have to have not a uh, uh, fiqh 
and we have to have knowledge regarding the meaning of this hadith. We have to have fiqh. كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ مَنْ يُرِدِ اللَّهُ بِهِ خَيْرًا يُفَقِّهُ فِي الدِّينِ The one who Allah wants good for, he gives him fiqh of the religion. يعني having fiqh of this religion, and having fiqh of the Qur'an, and fiqh of the hadith of Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم. The one who, who studies the hadith, the narrations of the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم, studying the chains and narrations, and also studying the rulings that are extrapolated from the narrations. This is the one that is implementing nasiha li rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam implementing a sincerity to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now so we need to study the books of hadith the shuruhat of the hadith the explanations of the hadith one reads the hadith in sahil bukhari he goes back to fathul bari he goes back to fathul bari of uh, ibn rajab which was the first one and then he goes back to fathul bari of uh, uh, of ibn hajar which came later which is actually complete ibn rajab his Fatul Bari, he didn't complete it, but Ibn Hajar completed his Fatul Bari. And read the, he reads the hadith of uh, uh, the Sahih Muslim. He goes back to the Shah of Sahih Muslim of a Nawawi, the explanation of a Nawawi, Rahimullah, who's the compiler of this 40 hadith. He explains Sahih Muslim. The Sunnah Abi Dawood, he goes back to the books and the Shurahat, Ibn uh, Tirmidhi, he goes back to the explanations and he understands what the Sahaba understood from the narrations of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Tabi'in, Tabi'in, the Salaf and then he understands the meanings, the Sharh Mufradat, he understands the meanings of some of the wordings in the narration and he studies this and he has fiqh. This is giving nasiha to, uh, to Rasulihi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and having this sincerity regarding the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and point number nine regarding this again is and to have nasiha with the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam it means that one has to stay away from bid'ah stay away from innovation introducing newly invented matters into the deen like is mentioned in the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha that we mentioned previously a couple of weeks ago and Aisha radiallahu anha he said that the messenger sallallahu she said that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa whoever does an action that is not from our faith it is rejected mardud it is rejected now the one who innovates in the deen and innovates in the deen, he's not giving the siha not to Allah, and he's not giving the siha not to the book, and he's not giving the siha to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. As the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ يَعِشْ مِنْكُمْ فَسَيَّرَ اخْتِلَافًا كَثِيرًا فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّتِي وَسُنَّةِ الْخُلُفَاءِ الرَّشَدِينَ مِنْ بَعْدِي عَدُّوا عَلَيْهِ بِالنَّوَاجِبِ The Messenger Al-Hadith, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that those who live long from amongst you will indeed see a lot of differing. So upon you is my sunnah, and the sunnah of the Khulafa Rashidin Abi Bakr, Umar, wa Uthman, radiyallahu anhum. Stick to it like the molar of your teeth. وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَمُحْدَثَاتِ umur And stay away from newly invented matters, فَإِنَّ كُلُّ مُحْدَثَاتٍ بِدَعَةٍ وَكُلُّ بِدَعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ And verily, but uh, all of uh, uh, newly invented matters are innovations. Uh, 
and all innovation is in the hellfire. Is in the hellfire. Now, so therefore, the one who innovates into the deen of the Messenger, the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the sunnah of the Messenger, وسلم, he has definitely not fulfilled the nasiha li rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one who turns away from the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is not from him. And like the some of the Salaf they said that man fi fi din Rasulullah And the one who innovate who innovates into the religion is as if he is saying that the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did a disservice. That he did a disservice and he didn't fulfill that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him with. So therefore you need to come and add some more. So you need to come and uh, add some more to that thing, to that Allah, that religion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed. The person who innovates is like he's saying that the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he did not fulfill that command that Allah gave him to to tabligh, to, to call, to... Uh, uh, the worship of Allah to the deen of Al-Islam Naam. Point number 10 And from that also Barakallahu The nasiha uh, Of the messenger or To the messenger Sallallahu alayhi wa Is that we don't uh, Barakallahu um, Those narrations The ahadith That are da'ifa Those weak narrations That are Or, or are clearly uh, been uh, checked and this check that is a weak narration either through its snad, its chain or through its um, uh, text that if it's declared weak then then we do not ascribe it to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa nor do we act upon it and from that barakallahu feekum the nasiha of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa and that is that we do not enter into authenticating and declaring a hadith weak, except that we have the knowledge of the ilm of mustalah, and we are of that level to check the isnad and check the narrations. Otherwise, we stick to the rulings of the ulama, the muhadithun, who are qualified to declare a narration authentic due to its chain or due to its text, or to declare it weak. We do not take it upon us and be bold without knowledge, and without studying Ilm Mustalah, without studying the, the, the Qawaid of Jarhu Ta'deel, without studying the Hadith and the Sunnah of the Messenger وسلم, to know that which is Mansur or is Nasikh, that which is abrogated or not abrogated, or the abrogator or the abrogated. We do not have this knowledge, so therefore we do not in, uh, delve into authenticating. Rather, we stick to that which the ulama, the scholars, have uh, mentioned Barakallahu uh, fikum regarding to regarding the authenticity of that uh, specific narration, and then after that Barakallahu fik, which is point number eleven, the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says, "Wali aimatil muslimin," and that we have sincerity as it relates to the rulers, having sincerity as it relates to the rulers, and making the sihah to the rulers. We're going to mention a few points regarding that. And we talk about the rulers, this is the affair that is vital and very important. And that is why the Messenger Sallallahu emphasized this in this narration. So how do we make nasiha? How do we make uh, sincerity regarding the ruler? And the rulers are the Muslims. Now, uh, the first is itiqad imamatuhum or itiqad imamatihim wa 
and that is that we uh, believe and, and accept their rulership. We accept their rulership. The point, the second uh, way to give nasiha, I'm going to mention it quickly because of time, is nashr mahasinihim firraiya, and that is spreading their good, their efforts, and informing the the mujtama and the the, commun- the community and the people of the good work and efforts of the ruler the good work and efforts of the ruler not like these people from the khawarij and those who linger around the methodology of the khawarij by speaking against um, the rulers and their errors and their mistakes which obviously they will have because the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam said kullu bani adam khata' wa khayru khata'ina tawwabun that all of the children of adam they err and the best of those that err are those that make repent or that make repentance now so we do we spread their good the good um, work that they have done to the people so the love of the rulers increases in the hearts of the people this is giving nasiha to them this is giving sincere having sincerity with the barakallahu feekum the walatul umur the rulers number 3 imtithalu ma umiru aw amaru bihi Third is that uh, complying to his commands and the, obeying the rules and staying away from the, the, the illegal affairs that is placed by the ruler just as long as it's not in opposition to the obedience of Allah or just as long as it's not in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ladina amanu. O you who believe, obey Allah and obey the messenger and those who have been put in charge of Yani the rulers. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, obey, obey Allah and obey the messenger. So Allah repeated the verb, which means obey Allah, absolutely, obey the messenger absolutely by mentioning the verb twice but as for the ruler he didn't subhanahu wa ta'ala mention the verb again he just said and those in charge of you meaning and those in charge of you obey them as long as it's in the obedience of allah and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam point number four from the nasiha that we the signs or how we give nasiha to the rulers is said to him and that is concealing their faults Mahmak Amkan, concealing their faults and their errors. And that is that it's not from the Siha to come and start spreading the Ma'ayib and the er- errors of the rulers. And that is because by doing this, it will instill in the hearts of the people hatred and rancor and animosity towards the, rulu- towards the rulers. And this is not from barakallahu feekum nasiha for the ruler and it's not from sincerity regarding the people as well because there will be anarchy and there will be fawda as we see has occurred in many areas of the muslim world today from those who have opposed the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam by spreading the errors and and publicly mentioning the errors of the ruler and this doesn't mean barakallahu feekum that we do not advise them and that we remain silent regarding their errors but rather we advise them Naam, we give them nasiha and the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, خُذُوا بِيَّدِهِ That the one who wants to, a young Sadil Sultan, فَخُذُوا بِيَّدِهِ فَخُذُوا بِيَّدِهِ That the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, the one that wants 
to advise this sultan, the one that is in charge, the ruler, then take him by his hand. Yani advise him quietly. Advise him in secret. And Usama bin Zayd, uh, he made inkar and rebuked an individual that came to him and said, Anta lam taf'al wa lam taqul li fulan wa la li fulan ya'noon al-khalifa. They said, you don't advise the ruler. You do not say anything to the ruler. This is what they said to Usama bin Zayd. Usama bin Zayd, radiyallahu anhuma, the Sahabi, whose father is a Sahabi. They said to him that you do not advise the ruler. You do not say this to him and do not say that to him. You do not advise him. And then what did Usama bin Zayd, radiyallahu anhuma, he said? What did he say? He said, أَتُرِيدُونَ أَنْ أُحَدِّثُكُمْ بِكُلِّ مَا أُحَدِّثُ بِهِ الْخَلِيفَةِ do you want me to tell you everything I tell the Khalifa? I cannot always tell you, oh, by the way, I advise the ruler. Because it was, and that's because it's not an affair which necessitates telling you in the first place. That's one. And secondly, it's a proof that he does it in secret. That Osama bin Zayd, he advised the ruler in secret. Do you want me to tell you everything that I say to the ruler? Do you, think, do you want me to tell you everything? Meaning that he does speak to the ruler and you do not hear him speaking to the ruler. And this is the manhaj of the Salaf. And this is the way of the ulama of the Salaf from the Sahaba or Tabi'in or Tabi'in. And those upon their seer, upon their way, that they advise the rulers in secret. Number five from the Nasiha and sincerity to the ruler is Adam al-Khuruj alayhim. Adam khuruji alayhim. And that is not... Uh, uh, revolting against the ruler not revolting against the ruler and this is from the advice of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said isbiru be patient al hadith and from the rights of the or the the nasiha or sincerity regarding the ruler is that we make dua for them we make dua and supplications for the ruler that they be given the tawfiq and guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to obey him. To obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and establish his sharia. And establish, make that dua. And which is why it's a narration that is mentioned on Imam Ahmed. Ahmed ibn Hanbal al-Imam rahimullah ta'ala. And also al-Imam al-Fudayl ibn Iyad rahimullah. Where both of them mentioned in different words. Law alimt anna li da'watan mustajabah la saraftuha lis-sultan. They said that if I knew of a supplication or if I had a supplication that would be definitely accepted, I will make that one supplication for the Sultan. I'll make that one supplication and dua for the ruler. Why is this? Huh? Because لِأَنَّ صَلَاحِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بِصَلَاحِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ Because the good reparation of the rule of the people now is affected by the good reparation and, and conduct of the ruler. So from the nasihat al-ulatul umur, from the advice, uh, from the advice to uh, the rulers is that one makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them tawfiq. To give them tawfiq. These and many others are the ways to make nasiha to the uh, rulers. Uh, to make nasiha to a'immatil muslimin, to the rulers of the muslims. عشر, the 13th point, the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa says, 
and that is giving sincerity or advice to the general people. And that is by number one, having good mu'amala bi sidq, having truthful, truthful uh, interactions with them, by not cheating them, by not making rish in business, transactions, buying and selling, wa mu'amalat. And that is on the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yaqul, man ghashana falaysa minna, that whoever is deceptive and cheats, then he's not from us. So from the nasiha to the Amatul Muslimin is that they are not cheated and you treat them with honesty. But the fundamental nasiha, sincerity with the general Muslims is that you give da'wah to Allah. That you call them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You call them to the da'wah of a tawheed. You call them to la ilaha illallah. You call them to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Qul hadihi sabili. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, say that uh, I call to Allah upon Basira. I call to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon insight and knowledge, me and those with me. Naam. So we call to Allah. We call the people to Allah. And this is from having the sihan sincerity with uh, Ammat al-Muslimin. Naam. And we educate and we teach. And we teach them by alleviating the ignorance that one may have. And educating them with rifq. And educating them with, uh, with gentleness and wisdom and hikmah. وَجَادِلْهُمْ بِالَّتِيهِ أَحْسَنْ And argue with them with that and discuss with them with that which is the best way. Wisdom with wisdom. Naam. And we command the good and forbid the evil. This is from having nasiha to the Muslimin. As the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, Man ra'a minkum munkara falyugayyiru biyadi fa illam yastatifa fi lisani fa illam yastatifa bi qalbihi wa dhalika adha'afu liman. Where he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith which is sahih muslim and abhi sa'id al-khudri radhi la'an that whoever from amongst you sees the evil then he should change it with his hands. If he has the ability, and it is from the ben, is the, the the greater benefit is to change it with his hand. For in lam if he's not able, then with his tongue, and he changes it with his tongue. If it's from that, changing it with his tongue is going to bring about a better good. For in lam and if he's not from biqalbi, then he may hate it in his heart, and hate it in the heart. If he doesn't have the ability to do the others, is the the weakest uh, part or the less part of iman. So we have to command the good and forbid the evil with its conditions. And Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah ta'ala mentioned some of the conditions. And the conditions of for, for commanding the good and forbidding the evil is number one, that we have to have knowledge of that which is good and that which is evil. And number two, that that thing that we're commanding, we have to be sure that it is good. And that thing that we're prohibiting, we have to be sure that it is evil. Number three, and that is that we must make sure that the person has, fell, has fallen into that munkar. That person has fallen into that evil. It has to be ascertained. And number four, that we have to balance the benefit and the harm. And that is that by us commanding that ev- uh, good or forbidding that evil, something worse does not happen. Something worse does not happen. And this is what the people, unfortunately, they do not pay attention to. When they see the evil in their countries or they see the ma'asi, they, they start revolting. They start speaking ill of the rulers in public. And this is bringing about a greater evil than they left. 
or bringing about a greater evil than they initially saw and experienced. So following the Sunnah of Rasulullah is ahkam. This is the best judge and best way that we have to deal with all of our affairs. And the Messenger said, in lam And if you do not have the ability to do that forbidden of the evil, yani if you don't have the ability to do the forbidden of the evil, and that that evil that is there, if you were to do anything, more evil will come in its place, or something that is more uh, evil in its place will come. There's a, a lot of uh, kalam from Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, uh, rahimahullah ta'ala, and ibn Qayyim regarding this. And this is not the the time for us to do that, but maybe in the future we can uh, deal with the rulings regarding forbidding the good, uh, sorry, forbidding the evil and commanding the good, its rulings, its conditions, and uh, the different types of advice and nasiha and nasaih that's been given by the Ahlul Im regarding that. Now, so therefore, yeah, Ikhwat al-Kiram, from giving a, a nasiha to uh, the Amrit al-Muslimin is that we um, <coughs> uh, advise them and uh, command the good and forbid the evil. And likewise, we warn them against the people of Bid'ah. This is nasiha. We warn them from evil. This is from nasiha. We warn them from that which will harm them. This is from nasiha. We warn them from marrying somebody that's going to harm them and be and bad for their religion this is from nasiha we warn them from doing uh transaction business transaction with a criminal or somebody who is dishonest this is from nasiha we warn them from those things that would harm them from the people uh this is from nasiha and with this barakalafikum the final point which is point number 14 is a statement from sheikh saleh al-fawzan Hafizullah uh, Ta'ala, he said, هذا الحديث من جوامع الكلم التي أوتيها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم That this hadith is from that succinct and comprehensive of speech of the, that has been given to the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم by Allah. That, 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 that Allah has given the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم the ability to mention in small words sentences and meanings that are vast, can be written in volumes so much so, you find books and that I've been explaining the hadith of the Messenger Messenger in hundreds and hundreds of volumes, and that is that here in this hadith for Dinu Kulluhu wa Nasiha because the religion is Nasiha, yaakhi. All of the religion is Nasiha, and that's why the Messenger said Dinu Nasiha. He gave it the attribute of a Nasiha, the adjective of a Nasiha. That that's the religion. All of the religions are Nasiha, and that which has been mentioned today from the details in the explanation of Nasiha to Allah, Nasiha to his book, Nasiha to his messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Nasiha to the rulers, and Nasiha to the Muslims. It shows that all aspects of the deen is explained in this hadith of the messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us be from the nasihin, to make us be from those who are sincere to Allah, Sincere to the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, sincere to the book, the Quran, sincere to uh, uh, the, the rulers in wanting good for them, and sincere with the people in wanting good for them. Amin. Wa sallallahu sallam wa barak ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wa mursaleen nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.